Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. At the last recording, we went over how Yawa can gas in building up your wedding practice. And um, in my opinion, the reason why uh, we have issues with our customers, why they get angry and why we have customer service issues is because for most of the time, I would say maybe 80 or 90 percent of the time, is because there has been a failure of expectations. They expected one thing you misunderstood and delivered something else Um, or um, you delivered what was expected but then again you had a different understanding about what was um, due to you or the level of cooperation you receive and maybe they had a different understanding about that and then in that failure of expectations you know the trouble ensues, the quarrel arises and then you guys uh, you know both of you are angry and hot-headed now and then you are you are trying to resolve the situation rather hopefully you guys are um, trying to resolve the situation of course I also mentioned that sometimes the problem might arise because they arise because there has been a failure of service although I think that is that's not what will happen in most of the case because a lot of us are fairly competent already so I'm a wedding photographer so I my colleagues other photographers that I run into and other people in this wedding and event space video guys decorators event planners caterers you find out that the typical caterer you run into is already competent her jollof rice will taste nice the agusi is going to be correct the amala is going to be on point um, it is rare that you will find a wedding uh, caterer who shows up and delivers food and you find out that uh, let's say the egusi was um, uh, you know had that sour taste because it's already going bad so it is rare that that is going to happen that there's going to be a failure of um, the product or the service um, so be that at his may I think we ought to pay more attention to uh, the failure of um, expectations because that's the one that a lot of us are going to run into so photographers the chances of you taking a crappy photo that is not properly exposed I mean those chances are very low there are times that it will happen and there's absolutely nothing you can do like you miss the shot you miss the shot you know so those times will happen but the chances that are that not that you're going to take a terrible photo but that you and the bride have different understandings about what makes a beautiful photo and so you promise them the world that you're going to give stellar photography and you show up and you deliver but unfortunately it was stellar photography as as um, understood by you and as determined by you but meanwhile she expects something else and the example that I gave was in my own case where I think Stellar wedding photography is all about the moment. It's very documentary. You get uh, everything as it happens. But then if you're with a bride who wants everything to be ultra staged and ultra sophisticated and aspirational, then by all means, um, you better deliver on that because you're going to say, oh, look, I captured the moment. And like in my own case, this was with a groom. Actually, the guy said, said, uh, Mr. Tavishima, you're talking moment, 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 moment. But look, throughout all these photos, my cravat was loose and you're telling me moment you know so it's one of those things for me i thought i did a good job because i got the moment he was smiling they're in love they're dancing there's the spontaneity there's everything but as far as this groom was concerned his cravat was loose i should have told him you know hey bros you know and then you know you do that thing where you you pinch your neck 
pretend there's a tie and then you shuffle it a bit you know and then the other gets the other guy will get the message like oh my tie is loose my cravat is loose and he will adjust so that's what the guy um you know uh, that's what he expected for me i thought moments for him he thought cravat should have been on point i should have made sure that all the details were you know all the i's and t's were totally um that everything was uh, properly paid attention to so anyway i guess i spent too much time on the recap so this is what we're going to do today so now we're at the point where we know for sure that the bride is upset the groom is upset the parents of the bride and the groom are upset or maybe you are the one upset now what are we going to do for some reason um a lot of wedding industry people or at least the wedding industry people that i've i've come across so far they resort to texts they send an email so let's say it's about money for instance you think um you are being owed more money than the bride says the first thing that the photographer will do or the wedding planner will do would be to send an email or send a whatsapp message to ask for payment um if it's the other way around you find that the bride will send a message to say how unhappy she is and then the photographer will respond you know by saying ah now what do you mean after all it's only 50k that you guys paid can't you see the quality of service that i uh, that i did for you guys and blah 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 and on and on and on now in my own opinion i think there's a hierarchy of ways to respond i'm not going to look into the content of what it is that you say but i'm going to look at the medium of um, of of how you choose to communicate now in my own opinion when you have a problematic situation the first thing to do and the best thing to do in my own opinion is first of all face to face when you guys are face to face you're able to pick up on lots of context lots of cues so you there as the wedding photographer you'll be able to get a sense of what it is that really pained the bride about what happened and what it is that she was totally happy about so uh that's my hierarchy face to face now unfortunately there will be situations where face to face is not possible because everybody might be so ticked off that quite frankly they don't want to talk to you right now and in my own case i had one of the grooms even that's in the message that he sent because i tried calling he didn't answer in the message that he sent um or i think it was even an email he said he was going to call the police or something like that and involve um, a lawyer it was a military dude so that leads to uh a kind of ties in with um what it is that was supposed to do next so first of all face to face sometimes face to face might not be possible because tensions are high there might be threat of violence uh, or molestation so in that case i say the next thing to do is pick up the phone which is what i did so i called the guy and this is why it's important to establish a certain level of rapport in the build up to the sales process and we had an okay um, level of rapport so i was able to be straightforward with him on the phone like hey dude how far i saw your email come on guy you know this is not necessary i mean realistically speaking if you call a lawyer what i what is it that you're going to achieve you know let's not forget that uh um my first degree is in law how much is the lawyer going to collect from you and how much is it that you guys even pay for this wedding so let's be realistic you know we're men we're dudes let's sit down let's hash this thing out abi what do you think and of course throughout the course of that conversation you know the guy mellowed a little bit and we had a frank conversation and we were able to resolve the issue now you are not going to be able to get to that level of rapport and understanding and to calm things down if you guys keep sending emails back and forth 
Because I've noticed something really terrible happens when you send emails and when you send WhatsApp messages. For some reason, there are some of you that will be apologetic and say, Oh, I'm totally sorry. Uh, I'm totally sorry uh, that we failed you in the photography or that the food was not up to point or that we made this mistake in the wedding decor. And you might try to list some extenuating circumstances that this happened because of this, this happened because of that. Now, for some reason, I've noticed that it always happens that the bride or the groom won't see that paragraph where you kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. For some reason, the eyes just go straight to the extenuating circumstances and then they now get more upset. Like, ah, this person is even trying to form on top. Or are they trying to say that it was because of me? That um, Are they trying to say that we were the ones at fault? But when you are having a face-to-face or a phone conversation, it's hard to ignore the fact that this person actually said sorry two minutes ago. Even if they're trying to list extenuating circumstances now for why things went bad, you can't really ignore the fact that this person said sorry because you were there, you saw it, and if it uh, seemed like a sincere apology, I'm sure that you felt it. So, uh, number one, face-to-face. Number two, pick up the phone so you guys can hash things, um, you guys can hash things out. There's also another option that's available um, back when I had this uh, problem, that's, you know, with the military guy, uh, this technology was not really popular at the time. But now we also have video. So you can, uh, you know, do that, uh, you know, uh, Zoom or I guess a WhatsApp would be, WhatsApp video would be much more impersonal. You can WhatsApp video and then you guys can um, talk these things out. Now, voice and video interactions are better because they make it easier for you to hear, that's if it's phone only, and see emotions and get a better handle on what the real issues are. So, uh, for me, these are my hierarchy of how you should approach things. Um, when Yawagas and uh, the shit has hit the fan, try and do it face to face. Try and have this conversation with the bride and the groom or their parents or whoever face to face. If you don't think that would be wise because uh, tempers are really high and pick up the phone, or do um, uh, or try and um, schedule a video conferencing call or something like that where you guys are all chatting because over the phone you guys are going to be able to pick up on um, visual cues and you're going to be able to build empathy um, a lot easier and then plus and this is one practically about um, practicality about it that people don't quite appreciate if you're sending emails back and forth this thing is going to last one week I can assure you it's going to last one week because you send an email they might not respond immediately because they're angry. Then they'll respond. You'll read it and you'll be upset. And then you'll go off and then they'll respond and then they'll respond. And before you know it, you guys have sent 20 emails over the course of one week. And that doesn't make things better. It actually makes it quite worse. Because now the bride and her parents, if her parents are involved, have had one week to stew over the whole thing. And each day they're getting more and more upset. However, even if you're going to quarrel, but you pick up the phone and you call, Chances are you're going to finish that quarrel today or maybe tomorrow. If you pick up the phone or if you do face-to-face, you can wrap this thing up in a day or two rather than um, a week or two weeks of angry WhatsApp messages and emails back and forth and uh, things like that. Now, let's get to the content of what it is that you do because we are pressed on time. Now, whatever option you choose, whether you go face-to-face or you pick up the phone or you have a face uh, or you do video conferencing or whatever, 
even if you choose to do email on uh, WhatsApp or SMS, although I am begging you guys right now, guys and girls, if I could, I would get on my knees and beg you personally, please do not do texts, do not do SMS, WhatsApp or email. But if you decide to do that, in case you haven't listened to my advice so far, the goal of reaching out should be to requalify the situations that we've spoken about in the past. It's to ask questions to get to the root of the matter. Now, remember one of the qualifications frameworks, the more easier ones that I introduced you guys to, that's Brian Tracy, want, need, afford. So your ultimate goal should be that. Um, to use one of those frameworks. So in this case, let's say you're a wedding photographer and you're running want, need, afford, and urgency. So you would ask like, oh, um, uh, oh, Gwingpe, uh, how far now? Uh, happy married life. Oh, uh, sorry, I just saw your message. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that you guys were um, upset. So the book that I delivered, you know, wasn't that the kind that you wanted or that we agreed to? You see, we're on the one thing. And... If the book is not the problem, as you ask more questions, you will get eventually to what the problem is and you know how to address it. But if the want was the issue, she will go off on, you know, that whole thing of how can you deliver this kind of book uh, as you, you know, you did the design, the line cut across my face and this and this and that and that. You know, you can see here that by starting off with the uh, want in the qualifications framework, we're getting um, straight to the root of the matter. So... Uh, yeah, take it that way. Ask questions to find out, um, to requalify. Ask questions about um, what they want, what they need. Um, sometimes it might be that time frames might uh, be an issue. Uh, the reason why she sent you that snarky SMS or let that uh, left that uh, um, bad review on Google was maybe because they were expecting that you were going to deliver next week. But you thought, you made it clear that it's going to take you three weeks to deliver. But bottom line is, when we reach out to them, the goal is not to justify ourselves, but to requalify and get to the root of what the matter is. And then we'll be able to determine whether we can um, redress uh, the matter or whether it's one of those situations where we just have to say, uh, I'm sorry, and then fall on our sword, because really there are some things that cannot be undone. So if as the caterer, the problem was that the agusi was sour, and a couple of the guests had running tummies after that. Um, I don't know, maybe you offer a partial refund if you can. But if it's one of those weddings where you cut the budget really close, the best you can do really is to say, you know, is to fall on the sword. Say, I'm sorry, that's all that can be done. But anyway, we'll, we will look into um, that in the future um, as per options that are available for how you can redress. So as a summary, there's a hierarchy of how you should go about this when uh, the shit has hit the fan. Try and do it face to face. If there's threat of molestation, if there are threats to your physical safety, then avoid face to face, pick up the phone. Try and schedule um, a video call so that all of you can um, talk about this. Uh, let's see what else. But bottom line is face to face is at the top phone and video is somewhere in the middle the absolute bottom is email please do not do email because email is very very impersonal 
slightly above email is whatsapp because yeah whatsapp is text and it has the disadvantages that go along with all text form of communications but at least whatsapp is kind of thought of as a personal medium so it won't be that impersonal so that's the hierarchy and uh please i'd advise you guys to um try and stick with that it's going to save you a lot of um trouble and then when we do finally get the bride or the groom or members of the family to pick up the goal is not to justify it's not to apportion blame and fault if you do that you're going to tick them off um yes there are times that legitimately legitimately the problem was with the bride and the groom they didn't follow the outline that you laid out and stuff like that so yes it was their fault but i can assure you that telling them right there and then that it was, was their fault it's not going to work out uh it's not going to work out too good in fact i have a story about that um this lady was from a pastor's family the groom was not from a pastor's family uh you know their family likes to cut loose if you catch my drift and uh, of course on the wedding day when i was taking photos you know i saw stuff happening i saw red cups and i saw some bottles and um i was like hey dude you know and was and his opinion was um i beg you know just keep shooting as in just keep shooting all is well so the while i kept shooting and then only for the wedding was when uh yawan august after they had made the selection for the album their parents saw the album and then yawan august why are we seeing red cups why are we seeing hennessy why are we seeing this why are we seeing that now from what i've told you guys uh it's obvious that the fault was theirs because you know i shoot documentary style so i capture everything and uh the groom's opinion was yeah continue shooting there's no yawa nothing there happen and then they saw the pictures and they selected some photos to go into their album so technically speaking it was their fault but i can assure you you know in that situation telling them it was absolutely your fault because one you said keep on shooting and then number two madam bride you even looked over the photos and you said put this in the album so it's not my fault telling them is their fault is not going to make anything um, a whole lot it's not going to make anything easier so when you do get through to them the whole point is to requalify the situation to get to what the root of the matter is and then we'll see whether we can redress the issue if we can or if not we just fall on the sword and say i'm sorry and you know that you just chalk this one up to um bad luck or poor thinking or lack of discretion on your own part okay so let's wrap it up today we're hitting close to 20 minutes which is more than what i'm comfortable doing okay so thank you for listening to the sales for the Nigerian wedding industry podcast i'm your host abuja based event and wedding photographer tavishima agide i'll try and catch you guys on the next episode um let's see if we can put a peg in this um handling customer service conversations okay yeah so that's it you guys have a wonderful day if you happen to be listening to it at the beginning of the day if you're one of those people who listen to it just before you go to bed then have a wonderful snooze and i'll catch you guys tomorrow